if I don't have a relationship with you, I don't know what that you is. You don't know, so yeah. I don't know. So how about we start from a position of courtesy? This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things black entrepreneurship, politics, news, and events in Hampton Roads and beyond. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black Wall Street. Black Wall Street. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black. Black. And now, here's your host, Blair Durham. Greetings, 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 greetings. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this 46th edition of Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham. I am so excited about today's subject matter. We're going to be talking about conflict resolution in business. I wholeheartedly believe that business rises and falls on our ability to make those kinds of decisions, right? Our ability to um, understand healthy confrontation and um, what is it that conflict should look like. I actually believe that conflict is necessary in business. Um, It is what propels our growth in business. Uh, But when we don't know how to navigate it, man, you know, a lot of great ideas just don't get the don't get the support and the undergirding that they need um, because we don't understand conflict resolution. And so to help us have this conversation today, we have none other than Miss Vicki R. Williams Cullens. She is the owner and executive director of Open Door Communications, which is a mediation, conflict coaching, and training firm. As an entrepreneur, Vicki has been described as a tenacious, authentic, passionate community activist, as well as a servant leader. She's determined to be a change agent within her sphere of influence. As a proponent for education, Vicki holds a master's degree in public administration and four certifications in mediation with the Virginia Supreme Court. Vicki subscribes heavily to the belief that we must all give back to the community and has invested many years of volunteer service within the Hampton Roads community, receiving honor as a 2014 Humanitarian of the Year. In her spare time, Vicki enjoys spending time with her husband, Terry, and their miniature schnauzer, Sugarfoot. Sugarfoot. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Welcome to the show, Vicki. I'm so glad you're here. I am glad to be here. I... Uh, just the opportunity to let's have a dialogue about conflict. We let's need just it. talk about it. And Blair, you're absolutely right. And I say this all the time. Conflict will conceal. Conflict will reveal. reveal. Conflict mm. is not bad. Conflict is not good. Conflict is necessary. Mm, I love it. I love it. And it's so important that we've actually dedicated uh, today's entire show to having that conversation. So I'm so glad that you have availed yourself. Um, Our phone lines are going to be open. You know, we can take some totally anonymous phone calls (laughs) about conflict that you may be experiencing. I think the beauty of this conversation is it translates, right? Mm -hmm. So you've got business, right? But this information is just going to be helpful in general, I think. Absolutely. We got to have the discussion. Yeah, um, was something that I learned when I was going through Sorensen. And I was like, I was always trying to talk and have a conversation. And it's about having productive discourse, mm. not discord. There's mm. a difference. Yeah, hopefully we will get into defining that. Before yes, we go ma'am, there, I'm though, ready. before I know you're like on a thousand. But let's hear a little bit more of your story. I, I always believe that when people find their, their thing, 
there was like a path that got them there. Like, how did you find your thing? And you're right. There definitely was a path. Yeah. So I'm from Hampton. Um, I grew up in Hampton Roads um, from LaSalle Avenue, Shell Road. Ended okay. up here through the military. I was different. So I always fought. I was always arguing, always fighting. And, you know, hmm. I'm not proud of this, but I fought for a long time. When I say I fought, it wasn't just with my mouth. I was physically engaging, right? Wow. Inappropriate behavior. But I'm, I'm going to tell my story. I'm going to tell my truth. Well, what's so ironic is even though I've always had a lot of mouth, mm-hmm. I had a innate ability to attempt to resolve and build. I'm the youngest of four. And as the youngest of four and the only girl, I'm always trying to make sure everybody's okay and fix it. Well, in 1996, because I've been a mediator now for 20 years, 1996-1997, one of my really, really, really good girlfriends, one of my sister crew, Vanessa Austin, who's a graduate of Hampton, and she was a graduate of Hampton Institute. Okay, okay. And she says to me, because my nickname, which is also ironic, is Vicky Chill. So Vicky she says, chill. chill. Hey, people. She says, Chill, you know what? There were some mediators at my school, and this was at Huntington. And she says, you could do that. I was like, what? Wow. She said, you can do that. You, you have a natural affinity for it. So I said, okay. Well, let me pursue this. Yeah. So I did. Now, mind you, I wasn't all ready to do this, but I thought it would be a good thing to do. So I did it, and I had a natural affinity for it. I just needed the tools to make it work. Yeah. So I had the opportunity to volunteer with the state. I was working for the state at the time. And I volunteered serving as a mediator for employment conflicts. Because that's where my real passion lies. Employment conflicts. Employment conflicts. And the irony was, I saw myself in them. Because I was clowning. And we all know, we got co-workers, friends, peers. They clown, but they think they're they're doing all right. They think they're actually standing up for themselves. But in an actual irony of this is, is that you're not. Mm-hmm. You are actually impeding your ability to succeed because you become a problematic employee. Mm-hmm. I absolutely saw myself. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely stopped that. And I absolutely started to study mediation and alternative dispute resolution because there are so many components under that umbrella of how you can mitigate, resolve conflict, and absolutely mine the diamonds. Mine Mm. the diamonds from the caves of conflict. That's Mm. my story, and I'm sticking to it. Wow, Vicky, that's rich. (laughs) I heard everything from birth order to... You know, growing up and feeling different and, oh, man, so many different elements. Wow. Yes, ma'am. And I think I think we have to also understand. So when people are different, and we see that now, mm-hmm. people are different. People walk different. People act different. Mm-hmm. People dress different. Mm-hmm. But when people are different and people don't understand where you come from, that immediately starts conflict. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? I mean, this, I think it's the age-old conflict, even when we look at, like, the origins of racial conflict Absolutely. it had to do with okay this person's different they're probably a threat you know I'm not sure if the resources are limited or not but I know I need to protect what's mine so yeah that makes sense yeah so then we're talking about that and we're thinking about that so I'm different I come from Korea I mm. my whole environment when we were living in Korea was white I could count the black people I knew on my hand mm. so then I come from Seoul Korea and I'm on LaSalle Avenue. 
Shell Road mm. in 1972. You can see the dynamic there. Mm. I'm speaking in a different dialect. I'm speaking in a different tone. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, people think if you speak phonetically correct, you're speaking white. And that's not true. I'm just speaking phonetically correct. Sure. But that is different. I'm dressing different. Mm -hmm. I'm looking different. Mm -hmm. I'm acting different mm -hmm. because that's not my experience. Mm -hmm. So then that automatically causes you to be in conflict because I grew up with brothers. Well, they're like, okay, well, you need to fight then. Well, yeah. okay, and that's what I did. Mm. But it's it's not appropriate. It may be easier to do, but it's not appropriate. Because that's when good. you're in conflict, right, you have to know the outcome that you're trying to see. And you need to think that through. Impulse causes us not to. Because yeah. I just want what I want. Right, right. Right now. So let me ask you this. With, within the scope of your business, I heard a lot about um, just looking through your bio about court and yes, mediation on that level. Yes, ma'am. Do you work with businesses as a consultant where you're coming in to assist with these kinds of like maybe challenges within leadership? Or how is it that a small business could seek you out for support? And that is a great question. And then I, we'll go into like, you know, theory of conflict. And we, could, we could go wherever you want to, but that is absolutely a great question. And I appreciate that opportunity. Yeah. Because when people think of mediation, and that's my premier service. Okay. When they think of mediation, instantly they think of the court. Mm -hmm. They think of custody, visitation, mm -hmm. child support. Mm -hmm. They think of mediators sitting in the courtroom and, and talking to them about Oh, well, who's going to live here? Who's going to do this and who's that? Mediation is so much more than that. Yeah. And and something that's actually on the table right now with Salt and Pepper and um, Spinderella, mm -hmm. their case is going into mediation. What happened with them? Apparently, it's some money issues. <laughs> well, yeah. Business. Yeah. Business. Yeah. yeah. Some money issues. The relationship has disintegrated. They're not getting Spinderella alleges she's not getting what she wants. So now... They have moved this into mediation. So absolutely, with a small business, there are a lot of elements to being a small business. Say, for example, you have a partnership. You've not exactly kind of negotiated exactly, that's yours, mm, exactly what part this partner should do, how this partner should support this, what is their role. But you go in with the passion of it. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. we're ready to make this work. Well, you cannot allow passion to impede your ability to be able to dialogue. And that happens too often in small businesses. Mm -hmm. So you would bring a mediator or a conflict coach. That's another service that I offer conflict to help coaching. you I love it. to be able to talk in a manner that one, we put the passion on the table. True, you bring in a neutral because I have no adherence to you. I have no adherence to the other party. I have adherence to the process. Sure. And then I'm helping you work through the smoke and mirrors of your passion and what you don't like to get to what is the common goal. And so, yes, so mm -hmm. I would help you with your leadership team because you have a lot of people who are in positions, mm -hmm. who lead from position mm -hmm. and don't know how to influence people to be great. Mm. That's good. I think we could probably break it up into um, perhaps two groups of people, right? Maybe it. folks that are just starting out in business yes. and so they're forming partnerships, relationships, et cetera. Right. Um, and maybe how it is that you would work with them. Let's start um, there. 
And then I think we should look at too maybe existing organizations where maybe conflict is already kind of settled and <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and they're really wanting change. So how is it that how do you advise someone new? How do how do we establish the proper boundaries Ooh. for communication in new business relationships? Man, that's that's huge. Yeah. Boundaries, limits, and guidance. Well, real quick before you answer that, um, our phone lines are open. If you've got questions, maybe this is you. Oh, never mind. Our phone lines are not open. <laughs> you gotta watch the producer. Never mind. Never mind. Go for it. But new business, new, new business. relationships. But hit her up, hit Blair up on her face on her Facebook Live. Absolutely. What a question. Yes. How about if you're that? tuning in that way, Black Brand Biz uh, on Facebook? Feel free to tag in with the question there, and we will will be responsive. Absolutely. That so works. let's talk about boundaries, limits, and guidance. First of all, you have to know the outcome you see. Sure. We're too busy. Just you need to understand what I say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you're not even communicating with me in a way that I can receive it. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Tone, tempo, and timing. Mm-hmm. The tone and the timber of your voice can completely change the intent of your conversation. Completely. And just because you want to say it don't mean you need to say it now. That's good. I think a, a sub point there could be um, communication as it relates to emails. Oh, absolutely. And texting. Oh, I love in that. In terms of tone. In right? terms of tone. What happens there? Take the bass out email, your text. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just couldn't help but take the bass out your text. Yeah. Yeah. And the five second rule. So I developed this thing called a five second rule. Okay. In five seconds, if what you are about to say, do, type, email, text is going to be harmful to you the other party or the world around you don't do it Mm. five seconds is an extremely long time for you to stop say run it again because it went over my head i'm sure it went over somebody else's head five seconds so if what you are about to say mm -hmm. or do Mm -hmm. is harmful to you the other party mm-hmm. or the world around you don't do it. So you're saying take that five seconds to evaluate. There you answer go. Answer that question. Absolutely. Read it out loud. <laughs> and then what I what I would share with you to consider, when you read it out loud, if you were to receive that, how would you react? Mm-hmm. So I gave you this little card and I'm going to read out this because when you're ordering people to do something, You're directing people to do something. How do you receive it when someone orders you to do something? You're automatically on a defense. Of course. It has automatically disintegrated what you intended for the other party to actually receive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's something I think that when we're training people in new business, when we're attempting to give them the tools, that we forget to give them guidance on how to have a conversation with someone else in a manner that's courteous. Yeah. Period. Even when you're angry, stop. What does courtesy look like in the context of... A text? You know, yeah. Or, or, you know, this this is my thing and you are a, you know 
party to that thing? How do we, I mean, I think that has to be, that kind of has to be spelled out at the beginning. I think you're you absolutely know? right. So how about this? And, and some of the stuff that we used to know or that we think we know, it's so simplistic that when you reframe it again and put it in someone's face, they're like, well, I already do that. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. How about just a basic hello? How about a basic leading off, well, you do this really, really well. Mm-hmm. This is how I'm feeling when I receive this. Perhaps I'm not getting it right. Can you help clear it up for me? Well, I don't have to say all that. I don't need to say all that. Okay, but wait, 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 wait. Pull it up. Pull it back. That's good, though. That's good. Pull it back. Pull it then, back. What is the outcome that you seek? Yeah. Now, you have to know that. Mm-hmm. You have to really know that, mm-hmm. what the outcome is that you seek. Mm-hmm. If you don't know the outcome you seek, then you don't need to have the dialogue. That's good. So kind of beginning with the end in mind. Well, where we go with this? Where we going with this? Yeah. And I also realize that sometimes we just calling just because. We just texting because we know we need you to know. Then the end game is this. Right? We got to know the outcome you seek. And then let's talk about the relationship here. Mm-hmm. Relationships all of a sudden become very personal mm-hmm. and very passionate, mm-hmm. but it's simply business. So why is it so personal? Mm. I want to hear your philosophy on that. Because the business is your baby. It's like your child. Yeah. Don't talk about my business. Don't talk about my baby. Don't talk about my puppy, Sugarfoot, because <laughs> it can go left. But but is it your perspective, Vicky? That we got two minutes before we go to break. But is it your perspective that the relationship is the central thing in any endeavor? The relationship's plural? Absolutely. So you have to decide. That's that's my feeling. But you, every... This isn't even a thing if there's no us. Right, but the business is a relationship. Sure, okay. Your clients are relationships Mm -hmm. with you. Mm -hmm. The people who you're either licensed under or certified under Mm -hmm. are... The auspice of all that is a relationship, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. No man is an island. I don't care what you say or anyone else says about I'm in business. I don't, I could do what I want. No, you can't. Mm. Because you are beholden to something. All of those things, yeah. You are your own business, yes. Mm-hmm. You have no clients, you have no money. Mm-hmm. You don't have a business license, you're going to end up getting in trouble with your city. Mm-hmm. You don't pay taxes, the IRS and everybody else coming after you. Mm-hmm. If you nasty to your partners, you're not going to have anyone to support you. If you engage in a disrespectful manner with your bank, you're not going to get a loan. Mm-hmm. So guess what? You're beholden to somebody. Yeah. How do we maintain and build those relationships and how do we sever relationships that don't mean us well? Mm. That's good. I guess we still got another couple seconds. I thought <laughs> I thought our time was one up. more second. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's just it's just that simple, right? Yes, it is. But I think we get into business with this prematurely inflated ego. Me, my, 
mine. <laughs> you know, you don't even have a thing yet. Let's, you know, um, and no, no disrespect, but that kind of mindset that no, this is really about community. Every aspect of, of this is about building relationships. I think that's a game changing perspective. Absolutely. You know? And there's no way that we can learn that. It's not like all of us that start a business with the school and it's not like even if we did that they're teaching what we're talking about exactly you don't get the business license and a conflict resolution handbook no you know and, and you don't even get it in boot camps mm-mm. no one tells you this stuff yeah and you find yourself like in, in the corner of your room rocking back and forth <laughs> yeah. asking yourself you know how did I end up precisely in this you know, this mess. So I'm glad that you exist in this space. And I appreciate that. I'm glad wow. to have the opportunity to share my knowledge in this space. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that, Blair. Oh, no doubt. This is great. We need you. Look, can you let people know before we go to break how you can be contacted? Social media platforms. Absolutely. All those fun things. You can contact me um, at my website, www.opndoor.com. You can contact me on Facebook, O-P-N-D-O-O-R, as Open Door, and Calm, Open Door Calm. <laughs> you can contact me okay. on Instagram, Open Door Calm, O-P-N-D-O-O-R-C-O-M, and on Twitter, Open Door Calm, O-P-N-D-O-O-R-C-O-M. And my phone number is 757 816 4478. Awesome. We'll be back with more Conflict Resolution with Vicki Cullens. But when we return, a special Add This to the List feature. And now, more Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham on Smooth 88.1 WHOV. Welcome, welcome back to Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham. Uh, I am excited about this edition of hashtag add this to the list with the Mindful Movement. The Mindful Movement is a collaborative effort between Linnea Johnson, owner of Firm 717, and Shanita Lacey of Barcode, Virginia. The two created the Mindful Movement with the objective to provide mindful social networking and wellness events for the conscious consumer in Hampton Roads, Virginia. Their goal is to attract people from all walks of life who share a passion for actively maintaining a healthy mind and body. Lania, are you there? I'm here. Hey, how are you? Fantastic. How are you, Blair? I am doing well. I heard you've got something special coming up that you want to share with our listening audience. I'm sorry, can you repeat that for me? Yes, I said I heard you've got something special coming up, an event that you'd like to share with our listening audience. Absolutely. So first I want to say thank you for having me again. Of course. And I'd love the opportunity to speak with your audience if I can. So thank you first off. It's our pleasure, Linnea. Thank you for the great work that you're doing with the Mindful Movement. So what do you have going on? So the Mindful Movement, I have Shanita here as well. Hello, how you doing? Hey, Shanita, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks again for the opportunity. Of course. <laughs> Tell us about the event. We, we joined together to create a movement. It's a movement to get people who are in the spaces that we're in 
Um, we're calling it a mindful social networking and wellness event for the conscious consumer because when you think about it, there's a lot of things out there for people who may or may not have a conscious mindset, but how many opportunities are there for people who do? And because we saw a gaping hole in the market for something like this, we decided with both of our talents and both of our businesses and everything that we know together, why not create something new, something different, something for the conscious consumer specifically instead of us trying to fit in with everything else that's already out there. Now, ladies, I have to ask you a question. Okay, in, in my mind, conscious has become one of those words that means absolutely nothing. <laughs> like legacy, like, I mean, they're just so many, movement even. Some, some of these words are just becoming, you know, everyone's throwing them around, right? What does conscious mean to you? Well, what we want to do, I'll tell you what we want to attract first. We okay. want to attract people from all walks of life who share a passion for actively maintaining a healthy mind and body. Actively meaning on a day, two day, and you work out every once in a while, sometimes you think mindful, sometimes you meditate, here and there, you decide to be a mindful person. No. Actively maintaining a healthy mind and body. So okay. for the okay. people who actively maintain a healthy mind and body, I feel like the word consciousness then becomes a verb because you're actively engaging in conscious conversations, actively engaging in things to make you better, your community better, the people around you better. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so I glad we defined that because I think that if we ask five different people what conscious means, we would get five very, very different responses. You know, there's a conscious movement, for example, in the black community, and it has to do with perhaps politics, perhaps justice, right? But you're talking about the decision to engage in ways that are healthy, mind and body. Daily. Daily. (laughs) I love it. That's why I said, that's why I said we had to get the definition. All right. Now, say more. Hopefully that helps. Oh, yes. And then our vision, then, is to increase engagement, conversations, and interacting Mm -hmm. among those types of people. So those people can interact with people who are like-minded. So bringing those individuals together, creating more conversation. And then what is, what, what does the, this first event that you all have planned, what does that look like? Well, the event is scheduled for August 19th. Okay. And it is, it's going to be, it's going to be amazing to, to watch everything unfold. We have healthy options on the menu for the food and the drink. Okay. And then we also we also are going to have a, a yoga practice session at the end so that, that everyone is able to be able to understand going into that, that mindfulness and, and what we desire for them to get from that. We also, um, we're going to have a surprise with, you know, some spoken word artists and we're going to have, we're going to have a lot of things for that consciousness to become valuable in in someone's life. Mm. So no matter where you are in your level of consciousness, if you 
if you come and you engage and you participate, then we're definitely going to get you to that point where consciousness is, is valuable for you. That's good. Okay. So August 19th, uh, give us give us the location details, give us the time, and then let us know um, how we can register for the event if that's necessary. Well, the event is actually on Eventbrite, and you can, you can go up there and register. You also can send any inquiries, questions, or large group um, requests to a mindful movement at yahoo.com a mindful movement at yahoo.com okay got it correct yes okay. and it's going to be in virginia beach it's going to be at phoenix restaurant and lounge and that's on uh, 928 diamond springs road got it okay yeah Perfect. And so if anyone if anyone has any questions, we ask that you either send an email or you can reach us on our personal Instagram um, or Facebook pages. If you will not, uh, if you call Phoenix, they're not going to be able to have any real information for mm-hmm. you other than the date and the time. But if you have questions that you really need to get an answer to, then we would ask that you use one of those avenues to contact us. Perfect. So August 19th, the Phoenix Lounge of Virginia Beach. What time does the event get underway? Six o'clock. 6 p.m. And we can get tickets via Eventbrite. What's the title for the event? It is a mindful movement. A mindful movement. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, ladies. Look forward to hearing about the success of your event. And we will definitely talk again soon. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. We're back with our guest for today, uh, Ms. Vicki Williams-Cullens. We're having a dynamic conversation about conflict resolution in business. Uh, we actually had a, a question from Facebook that we're going to answer um, as it pertains to how is it that when we have a moment of conflict, how do we separate the ego from the real issue without damaging the people involved? How do we avoid hurting people? Yeah, I think we, we left on relationships and now we're talking about ego and, and trying to communicate something. Mm-hmm. So basically what we're talking about is having the difficult conversation. Mm-hmm. That's How the do we hard have part. Yeah. How do we have the difficult conversation while preserving the relationship? First of all, we need to know what is the outcome that we're seeking. And you said that several times. You got to I wrote in. that one down in my head. You got <laughs> you wrote it down in your head. I, I did. Your <laughs> you got to know the outcome you seek. And you have to know, do you really want to retain this relationship. Okay, that, that's important. That figures into the outcome that you're seeking because sometimes we want to take a stance mm-hmm. and we do not want to hold on to this relationship. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we want to have this difficult conversation and we understand that the relationship may be a little hurt, a little damaged, maybe a little fractured, but we can rebuild it. Mm-hmm. Okay? So first of all, we want to talk about timing. That needs to be the first thing that you think about. What is the right time to have this conversation? Okay. So let's just use a hypothetical scenario if I could. Sure. You might be a supervisor and you have a subordinate and this subordinate was 
accused of breaking a policy. Someone has told on him, or as they say on LaSalle Avenue, Shell Road, dropped a dime on a brother. Mm-hmm. So somebody's done that. So first of all, we need to think about you, you're learning this. Do your investigation. Ask the question. And don't ask it in an accusatory tone. Okay. See, a lot of times when something happens and we want to ask, we've already answered the question, so it comes out in a very disrespectful, um, derogatory, demeaning, all the Ds. Mm-hmm. And then I become defensive. Right then we can't even have a conversation because I've already got an attitude on my back. So let's reframe that. Okay, and I'm going to use Blair, you and me. Okay. Blair, first of all, thanks a lot for coming in my office right now. I appreciate it. Um, I appreciate all the good work that you've done. I like everything you're doing. So in your head, you're like, why am I in Vicky's office? What does she if want? everything is it's every, Because right. see, you're already thinking bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because that's... A lot of times, that's how we engage with people. Mm-hmm. We bring them in, and it's always about a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't bring them in to talk about a good thing. Right. So your experience has already decided the outcome. Mm-hmm. So you, what you want to say is like, look, Blair, this is what I discovered. And there's this policy that's been broken. And I, I want to hear your side of it. Like that like that not there's a policy that has been broken not you broke a policy so you go to kind of passive voice there's a policy that's been broken it's not passive I want to hear your side well I mean just the verb usage. the verb oh yeah. see look at you I, I, uh, I'm on my English girl, now I'm like okay English is, passive uh, voice okay okay uh, after I learned how but to not, I mean this is definitely not a passive not approach passive, because we're doing the thing that needs to be oh, done. Oh, so you were, you're helping me with English. Thank you, Blair. I appreciate it because I need all the help I can get. <laughs> with that being said, so open the question, question is, I want to hear your side. I want to hear your side. Okay. As opposed to... That's validating right there. Right. Mm-hmm. I want to hear your side. You're like, am I in trouble? Mm-mm. No, you're not in trouble. I just want to hear your thoughts on this Mm -hmm. particular situation and this policy that was broken. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to tell your story. And see, this is something Mm -hmm. I want to kind of put on the table about stories. Mm -hmm. And what people always really want to say in the beginning, that's a lie. Mm -hmm. Now, it may be a lie, but it ain't your role to tell somebody it's a lie. It's my truth. And where I need you to be at, as I need you to honor my truth, the way I tell oh, it. Wow. Okay? Oh man, that's that's whew, that's that's heavy. That's deep, Vicky. Honor my truth. The I way know I, you're lying, but honor you my truth. You know you're lying, right? But honor you my tell truth. a lie, I still gotta honor it. Honor my truth. Respect. Mm. Now Respect. we talking. We talking. Whew, this is next level. This next level. So <laughs> let's take it there. I know I broke the... Blair, you know you broke the policy. Yeah, I I'm going to tell the story. Okay. I'm going to tell the story. And the story's going to be... See, what had happened was... What had happened was... <laughs> Johnny and them, I did this because they did it, but it really wasn't me. All right, I hear you. I get it. So what is my role? My role is to investigate and ask the open question. 
Because at the end, every lie, there's a grain of truth. Okay, sure. And then I put all the elements together, and then I say to you, Blair, listen, I hear you. I hear what you shared with me. Mm -hmm. You shared with me that you really didn't violate that policy, but it was Johnny and them, and somehow or another you got caught up in it. Listen, I get it. But what I want to share with you right now is that everything that I've discovered, Blair, fortunately, you violated this policy. And you're aware of the policy, correct? Wow. This is good. You're aware yes, of the, yes. I'm you aware are, of the policy. Because, you know, we're looking at the policy. You done signed it. We got the it. policy out. Not I've that you have signed, signed it. it. Not that you have. You done signed it? I done signed it. You done signed it, right? <laughs> So you're like, what's happening? Well, you know, Blair, you have been really valuable to us. And I appreciate all the work that you've done. Okay, going back positive. However, this policy, I, I just, I, I can't tolerate that. Right. So this is what I want to do for you. I want to wish you well. I'm going to give you two weeks. And I want you to just go on and have a great day. Mm -hmm. I done just fired you. But you honored my truth. Yes, ma'am. You did it in a way that was respectful. Yes, ma'am. You sandwiched it in the good that I had done. Yes, ma'am. That was genius. Yes, ma'am. And have a great day. And that was an extreme. That was an extreme example in the sense that, you know, we talk about what we have to do. We have to let somebody go. Have a great day. But wow. Yeah, that's good. So, and I got to ask you a question, sure, too. please. Because what started coming to mind is how it is that we form our values mm. as a business. Yes, ma'am. Right? Mm -hmm. And how that informs these relationships. Because I feel like the values inform the policies, you know what I mean, which will dictate how these conversations go. Right. Ultimately. And a lot of that sure. comes from your experiences. Mm -hmm. What mm -hmm. do you value? Mm -hmm. If you value timeliness, mm -hmm. then you're going to be timely. Mm -hmm. If you value um, an authentic voice, you're going to share an authentic voice. Sure. If you value, um, you know, your your documents, things being right, then that's what you're going to express. But when it comes to relationship building, um, Moose, the producer, mm -hmm. he and I had a conversation about tone, tempo, and timing before I had the opportunity to sit here. And we're talking about how people actually communicate. I communicate the way I communicate, but perhaps we may want to communicate the way that you receive it. Mm. Now, if I don't have a relationship with you... I don't know what that you is. You don't know, so yeah. I don't know. So how about we start from a position of courtesy? Good At morning, least Blair. bare minimum courtesy bare minimum. we're going to be... Bare. Okay, okay. And then we got to start to read. We got to start to pay... Pay attention to nonverbal clues. How are you moving with me? Are you falling back? Do I need to stop? Is this not the right time? Mm -hmm. We're so ingrained in making certain that you know I am who I am mm -hmm. that we forget that we're attempting to build a relationship like building a house mm -hmm. so that we can go ahead and grow. Mm -hmm. We live in an instantaneous society. So we want instantaneous actions. Yeah. That ain't how relationships work around here. Right. I don't know about y'all, but I, no. Mm -hmm. Relationships are built. Mm -hmm. They're blocks. Mm -hmm. I learn from you. We can meet and talk and we're good, 
But then when you ask me for something, am I responsive? Am I responsible? Are these things that I value as you shared? And if they're valuable to me, then I might come and work with you again. When I started in business five years ago, working full time, I worked for the state for 20 years. I, were un, I was unceremoniously fired, released. That's Ooh, how I said it there. Goodness. They ain't need me no more. My husband said, you've been wanting to do this? Do it. Let's make it happen. Yeah. I went to a boot camp, learned all these great things. And as you shared, I didn't learn anything about how to build business, how to, everybody shares everything. I have a different type of business. It's not marketed in a traditional manner. It is built on relationships. Mm. People hear me, see me, and they hear and use what I share, and they realize it works, so they tell other people about me. I got it. We are all not going to be able to market or give our services the same way. But one thing that is always going to be critical in building your business is a relationship. Yeah. Mm, that's deep. I think we got maybe five minutes before we go to our next break. So let's let's look at the second part of what I was asking you about. Yes, ma'am. Um, and in fact, if you just tuned in, we're having a wonderful conversation about conflict resolution with Vicki Williams-Cullens from Open Door Communications. Uh, uh-oh. Did I say it right? That's yeah, it. Open Door Communications. You said it right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we talked a little bit about kind of the beginning how do we move through things or what are some tips okay. for, you know, we've been in this for a while. It's, it's, it's muddy. It's, it's mucky. It's muddy. It's mucky. And we have not managed conflict well. We have not. That's it's a tense environment where we've got work we need to do, but the very obvious elephant in the room Boom. is this tension. Absolutely. Absolutely. How, what? what Where's the breakthrough in that moment? Do we just have to bring in a Vicky or could you give us some tips? I'm going to give you tips. <laughs> okay. Right? And then still gonna, bring in. I'm also going to tell you to bring in a Vicky. Okay. But I'm okay. also going to tell you where you need to find Vicky's. Okay. That's okay. important. That's good. Because conflict, mitigating conflict, managing conflict, cultural preferences absolutely play in. Okay. Okay. So let's just say if you want to try to do this yourself. Mm-hmm. Going back to what I keep repeating over and over again, know the outcome you seek. Okay. okay. Then also you need to take the passion out of it. Mm-hmm. You need to be, and I, I'm going to take that back. I would suggest that you be in a position just like with any other relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't have to like you to work with you. Mm-hmm. I need to respect you, mm-hmm. honor your position and your role. You need to speak to me in a tone that's receptive. If I'm so passionate that I can't, then what we need to start with is absolutely the apology. Mm. I apologize for what I did and how I said that made you feel. I absolutely may have been wrong in this. Own some of this. Own it. A girlfriend of mine who owns United and Empowered Care, I give her a shout out, but awesome. she says this with her team all the time, own your own mess. We don't want to own our own mess. Own your own mess. Apologize. Stop right there. Write down everything that Blair has done to me and I will write down everything that Vicky has done to Blair that has absolutely annoyed me to no end. Okay. Then I'm going to write down everything that 
Blair has done that has been good for me. Okay. And you do the same. And let's literally have a ceremony and tear up the bad. Let's look at the good and let's start mm-hmm. there. What do we need to do? What is the outcome we both seeking with our business? Is sure. it about building a better relationship? How do I need to speak to you? What tone do you need me to talk to you in? You may be very sensitive, but very creative. So I need to always lead with a positive. I'm real hardcore. You'd be like, Vic, what's up? Let me tell you, girl, this is not what I like. And I'm like, oh, what you need? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're in a relationship. Y'all been working together for a minute. So let's talk about the bad and let it go. Hold on, I got to pause. Yes, ma'am. My device is down, so I'm taking all the notes in my head. So we are, we're first, we're coming in with an apology. Yes. We're going to clear the air. Look, I'm owning the mess. That's right. Okay. Own it. Then we're going to strategically write down both the infractions and, you know, what the positives have been. Right. Okay. Right. Then we're going to... We're going to split them infractions and we're going to put them to bed. Okay. Any kind of ceremony you want. I, I, I'm gonna. I'm not going to say fire because I've been in two and I don't like them. But let's do a oh, water wow. ceremony. Okay? A water ceremony. Yeah, okay. let's put the bed in a bowl of water and let's get some water. You get a bowl. You get a pitcher. I get a pitcher. Let's pour it and let's let it disintegrate. Let that disintegrate. Let's throw it okay. away. And now then this- we're going to talk about what it is we need in the relationship. So... We're going to identify the styles and gonna, all of that. Absolutely. Okay. And we're going to look at what is the outcome that we're seeking. Okay. For what that you, out. That's but critical. But this is where the problem lies. Okay. Because even though we've had this ceremony, mm-hmm. it is still in our head. Mm-hmm. And it is like a broken record mm-hmm. or a skipping CD. Oh, my goodness. And or a movie. It is. And it's playing over and over again. Because what will happen is the first time you do something that's on that bad list, you're going to say, I'm going to say, you know what? I knew you weren't going to change. Mm. And then we're back in conflict. So where we have to be is this. One, we have to be forgiven because this is a practice. And we need 60 days to at least start a new habit. They say it's 30. 60 days? Listen, oh. I know, right? I thought it was 21. I thought it was 30. I'm giving y'all 60 because some of y'all... 60 days. Because some of y'all hold on to... 60 days to start a new habit or 60 days for that new habit we started on day one to Be fully catch hold? To fully catch on. Mm. But listen, because I'm going to give you these tools, y'all going to walk away and try to use them. And when it don't work, you're going to come back and say it ain't work no way. It didn't work. That person won't worth it. The whole throwing the baby out with the bathroom. No, you're going to say that ain't work. We got to um, we gotta go to break. Man, this has been phenomenal. Okay. Wow. Edition 46 has been great. Conflict resolution. We've got just a couple minutes here. Vicky. Finish your thought. What was the final tip you wanted to leave us with and how can we connect with you? Or if you already did, just how can we connect with you? Absolutely. Okay. I forgot what my final thought was, but this is it. Okay. Patience, patience, patience. So I've given you some tips and if you want more tips, you can reach out to me at info at opendoor.com. Also, Blair said, how can we find us some Vickies? Because sometimes you really do need a Vicky. But I'm the only Vicky. But if you're looking for mediators, I would um, encourage you to look for mediators who are vested in their profession. 
mm. not just certified with the state, but actually keeping up on their professional um, continuing education credits. Got you. So I would share with you right now, I am the president of Virginia Mediation nice. and uh, Network. And I am going to go up on my second term. This is my first year. I will definitely encourage you, especially if you're a student, whether you want to be a certified mediator or not, this is a skill set you need to have. Learn from the experts. Come to our conference. That's on February 28th through February 29th at University of Richmond. And you can find that information at vamediation.org or you can... Get it from me. <laughs> It'll be on my website. That's opendoor.com. And that's always opendoor, O-P-N-D-O-O-R.com. Um, I am the mediator that you want. I am the conflict coach that you need. I am the trainer that you like. That's so good, Vicky. I just appreciate the opportunity to share my expertise with your audience. We appreciate having you here. Thank you so much. And we will be having you back. We'll be talking about some things we'll do together yes, for the end of the year for sharing. We look forward to next week's show where we'll be talking about actually the great debate. Do you need a degree in business in order to have success in business? Ooh, it's going to be a great time. And uh, we look forward to talking with you all next week. Talk soon. Phenomenal. Stay with us online at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram. And then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week. I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the black community is the black community, not a particular political party. Phenomenal. Hey, yo, when I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black Wall Street.